Gina. Jackie. Welcome back. Uh, thank you very much. Mm, you look great, by the way. Thank you. You look really As good. As do you. We have oh, similar colors you. on today. We do. Yeah. You know, that's been happening a lot. It has. And we don't even talk about it. We don't. Mm-mm. Expectation versus reality, huh? Yeah, I guess. Also, in terms of organization. Oh, I'm very unorganized. Which is amazing to me because you are the inventor of a list. I am. And you give everybody Mm -hmm. in the house. My lists are organized. It's just everything on the list is not organized. Mm -hmm. No, I'm telling you, I don't, I'm not good with, like, I'm great at making a list, but I'm not good at organizing. Like, I don't know where to start. I'm always overwhelmed. And my whole house, I feel like, is just a disaster. It needs to be organized. And I really, it's funny you say that because I have thought about hiring somebody to come in and because everybody says you should just do one room at a time. I have a tendency to, to just start going into every room and pulling things out and then I don't know where to put them and then I get frustrated. And so I just put them back in different rooms. Like I don't get rid of anything. Yeah, it's, it's a struggle. What about you? Yes. The same way I, um, yeah, I do the, probably the same, the same thing. Like I think, oh, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to get this organized. And then yeah. I get, and much like you, then I pull stuff out and then I put this over here. Right. So I got to go through that or I'm not taking time. So yes, yeah, so right. it's a constant state of turmoil. So what so, do we do? Um, I don't know. Oh, you know, when I retired three years ago, I packed up my classroom and put it in my garage and I slowly have been selling it off. Oh, okay. Donating it, giving away, having a yard sale, that kind of thing. You're good um, about doing so I like am marketplace and stuff Facebook like that. Facebook marketplace or calling a, a donation company to come, you know, donate to donate to whatever charity. So yeah, I am good. I am good about that, but not good enough to where I can say it's all gone. So And then the I, other thing too is I notice my house is, is cluttered. Like I have, you know, every time I look through like picture books of homes and stuff like that, there's like nothing on the walls. Um, it's just, they're very like clean and simple and. But that's not your design. You like a homier. No, I don't. I don't want a homier home. I'm tired of that. Oh, so you want to change the design? (laughs) I think so. No, not necessarily the the design, just the stuff. The feel. Unfortunately, yes. you have too many people who live in that house. That's who, the problem. Who don't have the same design or feel that no, you do. No. So you have to get rid of all those people. That's what I was thinking. Attention, Maybe instead of hiring an organizer. <laughs> Attention, Wallace is, you're all moving. <laughs> you're all getting evicted. <laughs> this serves as your eviction notice. Yeah. And, and three dogs, by the way. Yeah. And they're not going anywhere. I say and they don't care about organization. And those would be the only, pe- the only people that you'd let stay, right? The rest of you... You're out. Well, here's the problem. I mean, I'm just as guilty as they are. It's not like it's all of them and I'm the organized person. Right. Which goes back, I'm just as bad. Which goes back to what I said, expectation versus reality. Yeah. Well, You're, no, I know reality is I'm just as big of a problem as they are. Probably <laughs> bigger. I do all the shopping. So yeah. it's like I need to stop. I just need to. The Red Star Warehouse. Oh, it has to stop. Mm. I think I'm going to block them yeah, from but, coming up the news feed and all that and, you know. Let me know. Distracting me. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to the Nooner Show, where we explore the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, but most of all, they're inspiring. Here are your hosts, Jackie Wallace and Gina Guccini. 
We have an amazing guest with us we today. Do. Another great, inspiring story of somebody who is organized, and that's how they took the leap of faith. That is Emily Perklick. Uh, worked in the, hello, welcome <laughs> Emily. Emily yep. Perklick worked in the fine jewelry, in, jewelry industry for over eight years before she took the leap of faith and began her own business in March of 2022. She specializes in custom jewelry design, including one-of-a-kind engagement rings, wedding bands, and unique anniversary gifts. She also has a very popular service that redesigns heirloom jewelry. She takes a sentimental inherited jewelry piece and removes stone and resets them into a piece that will fit the client's tastes, lifestyle, message. My, my favorite type of business we're talking about today, jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. Emily, welcome. Welcome Thank to you. the show. Thanks for having me. Well, and, so let's start off with, um, tell us about the company, the name of the company. What is the company? Name? So it's Emily Perklick Fine Jewelry. I honestly, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what to name it. It took just months and months That's of a great name. about it. And I just landed on my own name, so... So yeah, I started it back in March, um, but I had years of experience before I went off on my own. And yeah, I'm doing it. We're about nine months in now. So. You took that leap of faith. What made you take the leap of faith? Well, it it was years where I wanted to do this. I mean, I thought about it every day. I mean, really ever since I left college, I knew I wanted to start my own business. But I think I... I I think I overhyped it in my head. I think it always took like this special, like, extremely intelligent mm. person to start a business. Always then, waiting for the right time. Yes. Right? I have a yep. quote that I took from your website that says, I used to I used to use my skills and imagination towards something more significant. I longed, let me start over. Mm -hmm. I longed to use my skills and imagination towards something more significant. But whenever I had the urge to begin my own business, my head would fill with fear and doubt. Yet I couldn't shake the feeling of why not me. I found myself at the point where I could no longer stand underestimating myself. I love that. Isn't that amazing? Because all I too often it. we underestimate ourselves. Right, right. And so. especially when we're, we have a skill, we have a talent, which everybody does, but it's really making that decision to, uh, like you said, why not me? Yeah. To just go and do it there there's is there ever a right time no no there isn't right no I think I'm very happy I did it when I did because I learned a lot especially at my most recent job I manage a store in downtown Rochester so I kind of took the customers through the wholesale you know first appointment the consultation I learned how to price things how to source in them. jewelry so in All the in same jewelry. so you feel like you learned it that was your oh, education yeah. right it was so I majored in fashion design then I minored in jewelry so oh you did I did yeah but it, it wasn't fine jewelry it was more casting technique stone setting which I goes into fine jewelry but I really right. went into the fine jewelry field during my career. So I worked. So, okay. I didn't know you could get a degree in that. So, mm -hmm. so let's back it up for just a, a little bit further back. Mm -hmm. 
how did you know it was going to be jewelry? Like you always wanted to go into jewelry, you loved jewelry. Like how did that happen? Uh, so it's funny how it happened. So ever since I was little, I wanted to be a fashion designer. That is just what okay. I did ever since I was a kid. So I was very into the arts in high school and I had an amazing teacher. Her name was Miss Barry and she just really encouraged us to go into a field that we enjoyed what we were good at. So I decided on fashion design. And for my first three years, it was at Kendall College of Art and Design in Grand Rapids. Okay. But when I was in high school, I just applied to every scholarship there was. I come from a family of like four kids, and I knew it was going to kind of be on me for paying for college. So there was one from a local jewelry store where they'd give you a scholarship, but it had to go towards a jewelry class. Okay. So I won the scholarship, took the class, and then I just, I loved it. And oh, how amazing. Yeah. So wow. It was kind of funny how I fell into it. So, so then you, um, so you worked for somebody else in that business. Yep. And what did you learn the most working for somebody else? For I was always in fine jewelry. So my first job was at a custom jewelry store. And then I worked at two stores after that. They all focus on custom. For me, learning what good quality fine jewelry means is what I'm most grateful for. There's a lot of mass-produced pieces out there. They're made overseas. And there's more and more of that today, oh, isn't yeah. there? Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my main pride point of the business is it's all made in the USA. I, you know, it's a local jeweler. He really takes his time. He's the best in the business to produce my pieces. So learning the good quality, how to price things, um, and then just taking the customers through that, through that experience of designing their piece. I really came to a good point on how to run my appointments and the steps in the process and how to help people realize what they want in the piece. So how it can fit their lifestyle. You know, if there's someone who's very active, we'll make sure to not set it with stones that are soft or we'll set them or we'll put them in a setting that's very protective. So they don't have to worry about you know, stones falling out, things like that. Things that the average person who says, oh, I like this or I have this. Right. That we don't think about. Yep. In terms or we of, don't know or, what yeah, goes exactly. into it. Oh, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Like we don't like, oh, I have whatever and I really like it. You recently just redesigned a piece for my nephew. Yes. Which was a bracelet that he had for, for many, many years from high school. Mm -hmm. And he has completed high school, completed college and and is in the business Started his own business. Right. And he had a piece and he came to you and said what? So he had that this bracelet. It was it was a wooden cross and then I think it was wooden beads as well. And he's like, you know, I'm I love this bracelet. I think he said his mom gave it to him and he's like, I'm ready for the, the kind of the next level of this piece. And it was he said it was falling apart. He had to retie it all the time. So I think this was his first piece of Substantial Real fine jewelry, right? Yeah. So and, and sentimental because his mom gave it to him. Yes. So take us through the design process. He gives you this uh, piece of jewelry that yep. that he's had that he's worn that is that is you know needs some redesign. How did you go about? So our listeners will yeah. know, like they can come with something that, as you said, he was it was falling apart. He had mm -hmm. had a long time. Yeah, so his was unique because we I supplied all the materials. So we mostly had a design that we were inspired by, which was the cross and the beads. So I always run it my appointments by three consultations. So the first one will be the initial consultation. So in his case, we sat down, we looked at the bracelet, and I asked him, you know, what would you like the new piece to include? So um, 
yellow gold. So again, he wants it a piece to last a lifetime and gold is great for that. And then he wanted diamonds in it as well. So from there, I took that and I came up with a few different diamond layouts. You know, do we want two rows of larger diamonds? Do we want three rows of smaller diamonds? Um, how big do you want it to be on your wrist? And then as far as the, the bracelet part goes, you know, what type of piece would we use? So he owns a restaurant. So we wanted something tough. So we use black onyx. and For the beast. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So the second appointment, I have a very detailed CAD design. So it's a very realistic rendering of the piece. Um, and CAD means? CAD means computer-aided design. So it's a very realistic rendering. And then we actually 3D print a wax model that's within 98% of the final. So he could actually put that piece on. He oh, has wow. a very good idea of what he's getting before it's done. And oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah, that's my favorite appointment because I think people really start to see it come together. Right. And it really helps them visualize the piece because, yeah, I mean, if it's a ring, you can try it on. If it's a pendant. And this is a process you do for all your clients, yes. not just for yep. this one piece. This is the, the three appointment process that you go through. So someone can come yes. with you. This is my aunt so-and-so's ring or ne necklace or bracelet. What can you do? Or I have this piece of jewelry that isn't anything in terms of stones or when you're um redesigning something like an heirloom piece mm -hmm. how much of their story do you get to um incorporate into your design i say a lot of this um let me like is like yeah. a, like it of you know, how important the piece is or where it came oh, yeah. from. A lot of it is a very emotional, sentimental yeah. process. A lot wondering. of the time someone's passed away and they inherited that piece. Um, you know, so it is. And a lot of people, when they inherit that piece, they know it's a piece of fine jewelry and it, you know, it has value to it. It takes a lot for them to trust someone, give right. it to them. Here, I trust you to remove the stone. So mm -hmm. I understand how much trust goes into that as well. Right. Um, so yeah, it is. It's a it's a very emotional process. But I love like my favorite thing is when I deliver a piece and people just start crying. Wow. Like it's just reimagined and they still have that piece of their loved one, but you know, it's more their style. It's fit yeah. for you know, exactly them. So let's go back to um starting the business, mm -hmm. taking the leaps. So you were in the business for eight years prior to going off on your own, right? Yep. And when you decided, okay, it was time, yeah. you knew, why not me? Mm -hmm. um, what were the steps that you took? Like, did you start off with a business plan? Did you have an outline? Um, did you have somebody that you consulted with? Like, how did you go about uh, walking away from a paycheck, Yeah, a steady <laughs> paycheck, to go off and do this yourself? Oh, that was scary. I think that's another reason why this took me so long, because fine jewelry has a high price point. So I knew that it, there would be an upfront investment. So that kind of held me back for a long time. Um, for me, I just, the store I worked at before, I did so much there. I kind of thought, you know, I'm putting in all this work and it's not for me. And I, you know, I just, it kind of ate away at me for a while. Um, like, man, I'm working so hard. I'm spending so much time here and I get such a small cut. Like I would, you know, I wish I, you know, I know I've always wanted to do this and I'm at this point, you know, I'm 
don't have kids yet. I don't own a home yet. Like it's the smartest time really is to do it now and start growing it. So kind of came at that point, probably around August of 2021. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to, you know, really get everything together before I went off on my own. So what kind of stuff did you do to get, get it together? Um, well, my first thing was deciding, I knew I didn't want to start with brick and mortar just because okay. the costs that come right. with that. Um, so I had to decide how I wanted to get my, get my name out there, how I wanted to sell my pieces. So I decided to do it online um, and then do shows. So something we did at my last Thrill Lives, we'll do local shows. So you, you set up your booth. So I knew a big part of that was to have cases in the booth. So the first purchase I made for the business, I think it was in September of 2021. Um, my boyfriend and I drove to Chicago and there was an older couple retiring from, you know, the jewelry business who used to do shows and I bought their showcases. Oh, so okay. I, mean, I just did that. And I was like, okay, I have showcases now, you know. Which is interesting because typically when you think about starting that may not be what you think about for mm-hmm. your as your first big purchase yeah. for the you know your jewelry shows or your yeah I just knew I was like man I'm gonna need cases for this if I want to do this because I have you know keep the pieces protected um, so that was my first part and then I knew I had to resign from my current job and I wanted to give him lots of time so I gave a three month notice oh that was good yeah and honestly when I started in March. Um, I was, you know, I had a sale right away. It was the designing an engagement ring. And that first sale really kind of helped me put my processes in order. Mm-hmm. So, um, man, it was just everything. It was who who am I going to use to print the waxes? Who am I going to use to make the piece? How am I going to build them? It was just things like that. And then... Did you have all that stuff organized and figured out before you started? Or was it as you yeah. started going along, you started... So when I started in March, a couple months before, I did little things like I opened my business bank account. I set up my Square processing account, just little things like that. Um, there was a store going out of business nearby, and I bought up a lot of his gemstones and diamonds just to have some stock on hand. Um, how, how did you know how much to budget to start? I did write a financial plan. I honestly just went on YouTube and looked up, yeah, financial plan for a business. I mean, it was very scrappy. Oh, that's great. Okay, but that's how you did it. How I did it, yeah, and it worked out. Um, And you know, there's other things. There's the small business development center. Um, I joined with them. They hooked me up with an advisor. She helped me a lot with the financial planning. And then, you know, a few months into the business, I got to a point where I was like, I don't. It's funny because I I know how to design jewelry. I know how to make it perfect. I know how to have the custom appointments. But there were a lot of things I haven't done before. I haven't done a ton of marketing. Um, That was huge. Right. I haven't built a website from scratch. I know how to do it, but I don't know how to design it to, you know, there's kind of a journey it should take your customers on when they go yeah. on the website. And that, you know, it's just think, things like that. I, well, and that, that is the difficult part. It's like, yeah. okay, you know how to do all of this, but how to design and how to create these beautiful pieces. But how do you get these pieces into the hands of yeah. those customers? It's that whole middle 
It is. It's honestly, it's the business side of it. Right. And it sounds, I mean, it sounds crazy. I, and I did think about it, but I think there's a lot more to it, you know, and I wanted to set it up right from the beginning, not mm -hmm. just kind of guess my way through. So I ended up purchasing a course that taught you, you know, it took you through the steps of your logo design, identifying your target customer, you know, things to include on your website, how to post online. So you so. did this after you already left your job yeah. and started the new job yeah, or like, started your business. Yeah. Right. Like two months after. Okay. That, the okay. Course. So that what I love about this part of it is that so many people wait oh, yeah. and they don't, they never end up doing it mm -hmm. because well, and part they, of it is they, they don't think they know everything. And they think yeah. they have to have all of these things done. Exactly. And for some people they do need to have it all yes. done. Or they yep. feel like they have to know the answers, like how to do that stuff. Where, But you jumped into it. I did. And sometimes I'm like honestly embarrassed saying it. But the thing is, I think that's how a lot of people do it. And they just don't say anything because they don't want to come right. off unprofessional. But I mean, no one knows what but you're honest. they're doing. And, you're, and yeah. the, the goal is to share your story that yeah. who's listening today, there's someone who's listening today who thinks, oh, I don't have this part of my list done, so mm -hmm. I can't. But they hear you and think, well, you didn't have your list all done yeah. either. And most people don't that they actually don't. go do things. And yeah. I, I think that's a remarkable part of the story because, mm -hmm. you know, as your business builds, when you go back and you look at how it started, yeah. that's what makes the story great. Yeah, and honestly, that's another big reason of why I took the leap is because I worked at the three different stores and I got close with the owners over the years and I realized like, oh, these aren't perfect people. They don't have everything right. figured out. They do have a very successful business. They still have hard days. And, uh, you know, I thought, right. okay, so it's okay to be at that point and you can still get very far. And I think the best way to learn is to just jump in. And do so, it. That yeah. is, you're right. And yep. jumping in present day, you have been on the road. You just got home. Yeah, yeah. You just did two shows. The first one. Um, first one was in uh, Chicago. So there's a show there called Randolph Street Market. It was my second time doing it. I'll be there again in December. Um, it is, it's in the West Loop area. So it's a really fun show. It's fashion, vintage. It's in the um, a big union hall there. It's two stories. Um, yeah, I just, I have my booth there. I always do really well at the show. Um, and it's kind of fun to get in a new market, you know, honestly. And I, I just love to Chicago too. It's fun for me. I like it. And then my next show, um, I got accepted into a store in New York City that I'm oh, selling wow. there. Yeah. It's a in, store? Yep. It's in Soho. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So I had my trunk show there. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Now, how did so. you get accepted in that? How did you, who did you, like, how did you know who to contact or? Yeah. So it was on Instagram. Um, I found this store, it's called Flying Solo and it's a platform for new designers to present their work in New York City. So for people exactly like me, they're a new designer. They don't have a huge budget to have a store in Soho. Um, so they, they hold new designers in their store. So you have a chance to sell in New York City. Um, you get a lot of exposure that way too. They have a, a showroom. So different magazines, celebrity stylists will pull the pieces and you'll be, Oh wow. Yeah. You'll be in shoots for that. So I did get pulled for some publications. So wow. yeah, it's like How kind of exciting. A, yeah. It gives you a leg up and now is all there. the jewelry that you sell, like, is it all custom design or do you have um, pieces that are like mass produced too. Yeah, that was another thing I had to decide because at first I wanted every single thing to be different. Um, 
But later on, I was like, man, it's really expensive to do that. Right. Like, don't. So, yes, yeah, some are one of a kind, especially the opal pieces. They're very, you know, the shape is very irregular. There's really only one kind of stone like that. So some are um, one of a kind. Others, like this pearl band I have on and the earrings, it uses, um, it's called calibrated stone sizes. So there's like every type of gemstone and diamond are in that size. So I will remake, you know, certain pieces. So yeah, that was kind of another. Do you decision. carry a large inventory? That is a, <laughs> that's another learning <laughs> process on the way. Um, as I knew that you, I would kind of learn what's working as I went on Um and in the beginning, I really wanted to be like a designer that has her line and I sell in different stores, but people just want custom. I mean, I am, I mean, probably 85% of my business is custom. Oh, wow. Is there a trend in different kinds of gem, gems or stones or um, oh, yeah. materials like that you've noticed the change? Yes. So um, what's a current Yellow gold is huge right now. I mostly sell yellow gold. If it's an engagement ring, lab-grown diamonds are huge. I sell really? more lab-grown than natural. Um, and honestly, the heirloom redesigns are just, they're huge. And I wanted to, you know, be smart about it. If something's working, I'm going to lean into that. Right. So right. to answer your inventory question, a lot of my my startup money went into inventory and it doesn't sell as much as the custom. So next year, I'm holding off on the making inventory and just focusing on custom. The custom pieces. Yeah, what about, um, I've heard that people are making diamonds or stones out of ashes. Yeah. Like from, <laughs> you know, you bring that up. people that died. Yeah. Is that a thing? So I just had a really big prod project that was along those lines. Um so it was, it's a good friend of mine. Their grandpa passed away, and they looked into that process. It's very expensive. Mm. Um, you know, as far as what I know about lab-grown diamonds, I don't understand exactly how the ashes get in there. It's kind of a, right. you know, how much is really in there? So she came to me and said, you know, our grandpa passed away. We have his ashes. We want to include it in jewelry. You know, it's very sentimental to us. So... I just designed a whole collection where each piece has the ashes on the inside and you really? have a lot more of it than what's in the diamond. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, so you do stuff like that. I do that. I've done it before, but this mm -hmm. was my first time in my own business where I worked with it and it was, it was amazing. Oh, I, mean, I bet. Looking at the pieces, you wouldn't even know that the ashes are in there. Like we wanted to make it a beautiful piece of jewelry that they love to wear every day. But right. it doesn't scream, you know. Yeah, there's, um, there's a dead yeah. person here. Yeah, right. right? Memorial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah so. I think that's a really neat it thing was. to be able to do. I wasn't sure if that was really a real thing or not, mm -hmm. but yeah. you're saying it is. It, yeah, as far as making them into the diamond, I've never done anything with that. But mm -hmm. as far as including the ashes, yes, In, it is. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. What's your next project that you're tackling? Uh, <laughs> not as fun, but I'm really tackling SEO and my, my online presence. I sell mostly through Instagram. And your to, for people to find you, let's stop right there. Your website is your name, Emily yep. Perclick, spelled P-R-C-L-I-C-K. C-H-L-I-K. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let me start I know, over. it's a weird spelled, one. Spell your name for us. So it's, it's Emily P-R-C-L-I-K. 
C-H-L-I-K.com. That's your website yep. where they can find all that. And then you have Instagram. Yep. Which Instagram is, is Emily Perclick Jewelry. P-R-C-H-L-I-K is the weird Facebook, last name. Facebook, TikTok, any of that also? Yep. It's all Emily Perclick Jewelry. All right. And they can find you there. They can like, subscribe, and follow The Nooner Show and then Emily Perclick. And how long does it usually take for you to do a custom piece? The whole pro- process front to end is generally around five to six weeks. But I like to tell people after that second appointment where you approve the the design and the wax model, it's about two to three weeks from that point. And so is the consultation like through Zoom? Is that how you do it? So most of them, I have done pieces for people out of state. Those I will do through Zoom. If you're local, we meet in person. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. I have a necklace I almost brought today. I know. Yeah, it's a fun process. I know. I, I, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I will... I will follow up with you, and you then should. we'll... we'll <laughs> you know we'll, how to get a hold of her. I know how to get a hold of her, yeah. and then we'll follow the process. So what's the goal overall for the business? Goal? Ooh. Um, I want to take it to a point. I would love my own... I, I have an office now that I do my consultations, but I would love... I don't know if I necessarily want a brick and mortar store. I don't... I don't know. I don't want to be there every day opening it up, especially if it's custom. I want my own office and a space where I can hold my appointments. And um, I don't know. I want to take it far. I want to make it a recognized brand. Um, I want to, I think. Do you plan on, is one of your goals to have your own line with your name on it? Yeah, I I think I'm going to focus on the custom for now. Maybe Mm -hmm. in the future that will be. Um, something I do, but I, I don't know. I think the, the custom's very special and I love the fact that to each person, no one else will have that piece. I yeah. Think that's, I you know. light up when you talk about that. Yeah. You can tell you absolutely love doing you. that because that's probably more, um, fulfilling because it's, that jewelry means so much. <laughs> so you, you know that you're not just giving them a piece of jewelry back. Mm-hmm but you're giving them whatever those memories were. Yeah. That's huge. And I love working with people too. And the appointments are fun and it's just, it's nice. I love it. Well, congratulations. And uh, we look forward to having you back and following up with you to see where you're at down the road. Um, Maybe even documenting the process. I I mean, like the necklace. That'd be fun to Uh to show the process. That would be. So thank you. Um, you. Any words of advice for somebody who's thinking about leaving their job and, or, um, maybe starting, uh, you know, they, they have an idea they're playing with, um, and would like to take that leap of faith. Like, how did you come to the point of saying, why not me? What would you tell somebody who's struggling with should I, or shouldn't I? I would tell them what I did and what helped me is come up with a game plan, (laughs) come up with a nest egg. So you have something to fall back on. And you don't need to know everything to start. That is huge. You don't need Good to know advice. everything because you'll never know and you'll never start. Right. And, and the time is always now. Yeah. And it takes time to build it. That's another thing. You're not going to have success in a week or three months or four months. It right. takes time. So right. That's. Yeah, that's really good advice. (laughs) Well, thank you, you, Emily. Thank you for joining us today. All right, we are going to toss our cookies. Okay. Our fortune cookie, whichever way the prong, whichever prong is facing you and the cookie, that fortune is meant for you. Okay. Gina tossed them all in front of her. 
I will take this one. All right. So go ahead and just rip the cookie. Don't okay. worry about it. Pull the fortune out and we will add to the end. We always add something to the end of our cookie. Okay. What do you want to add, Jackie? Uh, let's see. How about custom jewelry? Oh, with custom jewelry. Nature, time, and patience are the best three physicians followed Ooh. by a new piece of custom jewelry. Ooh. So your heart is a place to draw true happiness. <laughs> With custom jewelry. Oh, that's jewelry. true. That's a good one. Mine is fame, riches, and romance are yours for the asking. With custom jewelry oh. by Emily Perklick. By, per, by EmilyPerklick.com. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys. Thank, Thank you, you for me. joining us. Thank you for joining us. And sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks yeah. for taking a leap of faith. Have a great week, and we'll see you back next week. Bye.